This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Three of the most iconic images in London are Big Ben, the London Taxi, and those red double-decker buses. Well, now it's looking for new electric versions of those buses. Transport for London, also called TFL, is the government entity that handles public transportation in London, and it's evaluating several zero-emission buses. One is the new Routemaster bus that's powered by a diesel hybrid powertrain, except that a company called Equipmake designed a retrofit kit to make it fully electric. Another is called the iTram, and it's made by a Spanish company called Irizar. It uses a wireless pantograph charging system in the roof that will connect with chargers installed at the end of each route and reportedly can recharge the batteries in only five minutes. Well, it's starting to happen. We're starting to see legacy automotive suppliers that provide components for ICE drivetrains plan their exit strategy. American Axle is looking for someone to buy it out. Bloomberg reports that it's in talks with the British company Melrose Industries, which owns GKN. American Axle also contacted Borg Warner and Dana. While electric vehicles use prop shafts, they typically don't need drive shafts or transfer cases. So the market for those components is going to shrink over time. And that's why suppliers like American Axle will probably merge with one of their competitors so that the surviving company maintains its manufacturing scale. EV startup Nikola is doing better than expected, but still has a long way to go. Its third quarter earnings beat analysts' expectations, but the company is struggling to ramp up production. It posted revenue of $24.3 million last quarter, and that's about $2 million better than analysts expected. It built 75 trucks compared to 50 in the previous quarter, and it delivered 63 of them. But it will not meet its target of delivering at least 300 trucks this year and will not provide any guidance for the fourth quarter or the full year. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. During lockdowns at the height of the pandemic, people got stir-crazy sitting in their homes all day long. So they started venturing out into the great outdoors. And based on the number of camper vans and motorhomes we keep on seeing, it looks like a trend that's here to stay. Mercedes recently showed off an easy-to-install camping module, which has a bed and kitchen unit, for the all-new T-Class van. And soon it's going to reveal a concept camper based on the all-electric version of that van, the EQT. It will also get camping features that it says are easy to remove in a few simple steps but it's not providing details about what those features are. A production version of this van is supposed to launch in the second half of next year. If you ever wanted an example of how Chinese car buyers are different from Americans, look no further than the new Century van that Buick launched in China. 
It's an ultra-luxury van that costs between $73,300 and almost $95,500. That's something American buyers would never go for. Its styling is more along the lines of Buick's new EV design philosophy, but it's powered by a 2-liter turbocharged engine paired with a 9-speed automatic and 48-volt mild hybrid technology. But the real story with this van is the interior. It has three rows of captain's chairs, with the second row featuring heating and massage functions, and even a footrest. And for those that want ultimate privacy, there's a partition between the first and second rows that comes with a massive sliding 32-inch display screen. Having to deal with daylight savings time can be a real hassle. Change the clock, get up early, why is it dark at 7 p.m.? And according to a new report published by journal Current Biology, having to make that switch is causing a lot of accidents. When we're operating on standard time, people are more likely to drive when it's dark during rush hour in the evenings, which results in more accidents. But according to the report, if we switch to year-round daylight savings time, it would prevent 33 deaths and 2,000 injuries and save about $1.2 billion in repair costs. Most of that is caused by accidents with deer. The time change causes 37,000 collisions with deer each year. Oh, and just in case you wanted to know, if we made the switch to full standard time, it would cause 66 more deaths and an additional $2 billion in vehicle damage. Just when you thought that the Takata airbag debacle was over, Stellantis is telling 276,000 owners in the U.S. to immediately stop driving their Dodge Magnums, Challengers, and Chargers, as well as the Chrysler 300. The stop order applies to model years 2005 through 2010. Three more people in those kinds of vehicles were killed because of Takata airbags. But the stop order only applies to owners who didn't have their airbag inflators replaced. Replacement parts have been available since 2015, but many owners have ignored the recall. Stellantis says it has enough parts to fix all the vehicles, which is free to do and takes less than an hour. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Legacy automakers keep pushing the limits of how they want to work with their dealers. Now BMW says it wants to sell vehicles directly to customers, at least in Europe. BMW will let customers skip going to the dealer and buy vehicles directly from the automaker instead. It starts in 2024 with Mini and with BMW models in 2026. BMW's CFO says they're in what he calls constructive talks with their dealers about the new plan. Europe does not have the restrictive dealer franchise laws that exist in the U.S., and automakers there have a freer hand to choose how they want to sell their vehicles. Twenty years ago, General Motors unveiled one of the most advanced concept cars of all time, the Autonomy, 
What made it so unique is that it pioneered a skateboard chassis that incorporated a fuel cell. The steering and braking controls were by wire, and it featured four hub motors. Ever since then, the autonomy was credited with inventing the skateboard chassis. But yesterday on Autoline After Hours, former GM executive Bob Purcell said an earlier concept car, the Chevrolet Triax, also used a skateboard chassis and a very innovative powertrain. It could run in EV mode and two-wheel drive, or could run in hybrid mode and four-wheel drive, and ICE mode and four-wheel drive as well, with the power coming from a 0.66-liter V-shaped three-cylinder engine. Bob Purcell led the engineering effort at GM on the EV1, as well as a number of other advanced projects. You can watch that show on our website and YouTube channel, or listen to it as a podcast. Purcell has a lot of fascinating things to say about electric vehicles and that show. You don't want to miss it. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for making AutoLine a part of your day, and I hope you have a great weekend. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.